0: All right, welcome into the Morning It Up podcast. We are back. Back. And in charge it's been Well, you've been here. I'm the one that Well, married. I mean, I haven't been here for 4 weeks. So we oh, took we took oh. a month off. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, ah, okay. Good. I you know, I had to run the church. Yeah. So. Well, somebody had to. Yeah. I mean, you weren't around. Yeah. You're finally back from sabbatical. I am, but I'm not unpacked yet. Really? No, I still have one bag to unpack. Your uh your office is kind of barren. Yeah, you emptied it. You took it out. I wonder how that worked. I don't know, but I mean, you left my desk there. That was good. I did leave your desk. Well, yeah, you, you know that. it was made specifically for you, so I thought it'd be wrong to take it out yeah. of your office. Yeah. Thought about it though. Actually, thought about putting it upside down. Oh, that would have been heavy taking everything and putting it upside down. Yeah. Well, there's office. not a whole lot on the desk, but that's true. Yeah. But yeah, no back. Not unpacked yet. Tripped over my bag this morning. Thought, ooh, I probably should unpack that, but you know, someday. Before we, uh, before we get to the the show, we're gonna do our transition. But when we come back. Um, I want to take just a couple minutes as we start the show, just talk about maybe some highlights from your sabbatical. Ah. And uh, maybe in our next show, we can talk more specifically about sabbatical and what you got out of it. Because what we need to do today and what we're going to do today for our show is uh, I have a whole list of all the things that have happened since you've been gone in the news. And you've one of yeah. your sabbatical things is that you stayed away from the news, and, and I have not plugged in, so I I, I don't I have not I so have no clue. Some of these things are silly, some of them are more serious in nature. But I just want to get your reaction and thoughts as as you process some news stories. It'll be good, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. But uh, we'll be right back, and we'll uh, get some updates on uh, how sabbatical went. All right, we're back. Morning Burrito podcast. I, I, we didn't do our normal show open. I'm Michael. Oh, I'm Eric. <laughs> yeah, anyway, well, so, who we are. Yeah, it's so how weird. How's that work? It's so weird. Uh, so, yeah, tell us uh, wh- what are some of the just brief highlight yeah, reader's brief? digest Seriously? version? How, and again, next Condense show, we'll, we'll talk through wh- how sabbatical went and kind of break down what so, you did. You oh, okay. So, traveled a lot. Um, Ate a lot of food. I thought maybe I would lose weight during sabbatical, but I didn't. I realized quickly that you can eat and sit in a boat like a lot because that's what we did. And you know, boat food is not like salad, right? <laughs> it's really not. No. It's, it's not bananas, either. It, it, it's, it's definitely not bananas, but um, so anyway, um, but yeah, we fished a lot. Um, I was able to uh fish and uh catch like a ton of fish, but you know, my son. You know, you know, I'm happy for him, but he outfished me uh, in Alaska. Um, wow, that's a surprise! I, I know he he caught a 73 pound halibut. It was like a bed mattress coming up off the ground. So, so, so just so you know, backstory: his son always outfishes. Not him. always. I let him outfish me sometimes because that's what dads do. Yeah, I don't believe that. I didn't let him outfish me in Alaska, but he just happened to grab. Actually, it was my pole uh, because the pole I was using it broke. So the the <laughs> well, whose captain fault is that? It, well, it was the captain's fault actually. Um, <laughs> You know, I'm not taking blame for it. And and so he gave me a new pole. I set it down and when I set it down, the pole the temporary pole that I was using went off and I was like, Well, go use that pole and then that's when that seventy three pounder was on. I was like, Man, I missed I missed it literally by like fifteen seconds. 15 seconds, but anyway, um, it was good, didn't really have much, uh, well, I had a lot of things that happened, uh, you know, watching people, but not a whole lot of surprises, Uh, it went through pretty pretty smooth as planned, Um, didn't do everything we wanted to do, Uh, inflation was a killer in some things, but... um, your two of your kids got to meet your dad's wife uh, <laughs> yeah, for the first time. So yeah. that was cool. Yeah. Um well, it was interesting. It was it was good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. And I don't think she watches this, but Joyce, if you are watching, it was really good. But it was cool. And you went to Branson, so that was good. Branson, we hit Branson, we hit Michigan, fished Lake Michigan, um, went to Alaska, went to South Dakota, went to the Oregon Coast, went to the Oregon Coast. To the mountains, went to the Oregon coast. I mean, we're going did, back to the things. Oregon coast, yeah. so and I'm going back to the Oregon coast uh, a couple times here, uh, real short, so yeah, so yeah. so it was good, yeah. Was we'll good uh, we'll break down some more in detail what you did yeah. and what you learned. Uh, you've been reading or you read a book, um, basically yep. the three questions that Jesus actually answered, yep. Um, he got asked a lot of things but didn't answer everything, correct? So, um, so we'll break down some of that that you you gleaned because I'm interested to hear how that book reading went and what you, what you learned. So, yeah. Um, but let's, let's jump into this. So, um, <laughs> okay. Cause so, honestly I have, I mean, I checked out in the end of Aug. um, in the end of June, I checked yep. out the end of June, uh, from media and news and, you know, clickbaits and all that stuff. So, um, yeah. And I just, I didn't scroll social media. Haven't, uh, still haven't. Um there is there is the one piece of news and you talked about this on Sunday Yeah, there's people one. but there's one piece of news that you did actually catch and it it happened on <laughs> September 8th or 9th somewhere in there. Um, okay. That's when the the actual thing happened was September 8th. Okay. And uh so tell us that story of what one piece of news did you actually find out about <laughs> and how. So well, I'm driving uh, to South Dakota with my wife and she knows, and my whole family—they worked really hard at keeping me. Dad, what are you reading? Because you know, I'd be on, you know, I'd be on something. I was like, oh, I'm just researching, you know, whatever for our trip, and uh, or I'm reading or doing devotions or whatever. And um, uh, but anyway, she's sitting over in the passenger side, and, and I hear this. Oh, oh, mm, oh. and uh, I was like, well, what? She goes, oh, nothing, nothing. And then you know, like 50 miles later, it was like, oh no, that's that's sad. And I'm like, what's funny is I can hear your wife saying well, this and, too, and that, and that's it, right? That's it, and uh, and uh, finally, you know, on, on like the third, oh, and actually, I know I, I got in trouble Sunday because she says I didn't do that for 250 miles, um, <laughs> but then when we talked did, about it, you did say it was 250. I, I, did, I did. You did. You really did. She corrected me over lunch, and uh, good for her. Uh, well, you yeah, go, Sharon. Yeah, way to go, Sharon. But you have to ask her. But she also uh, realized that the from the initial oh to the oh 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 i mean there were some miles that passed there because you just don't go oh and then go like oh i mean it is like there's some oh, ohs in the middle um anyway i mean i've been 250 miles i might have been 240 miles i don't know but um <laughs> <laughs> we might be splitting hairs but she's like no it's nothing like like church she has nothing dealing with church and i was like oh okay well on the final oh that's sad I'm like, okay, just tell me, what is it? She goes, well, Queen Elizabeth died. And I'm like, okay, that's sad. That's not at all what I was thinking it was. But so I I find it just interesting as a whole um, when I've watched as I've watched the media coverage about Queen Elizabeth dying. I I, I totally understand she lived. She was the longest reigning queen or monarch in Britain's history, which is a long history. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah and she's an incredible lady she's a christian lady i'm sure we'll see her in heaven someday um but what i guess i don't understand is the american response to said death of the queen like didn't we didn't we fight a war to get away from the monarchy and we're sad that a queen's dead like at 97 or whatever she was like yeah i mean no offense i mean that's a long life that's a good life like you, she's lived a great life um that's something you celebrate her life and say, you know, she lived a good life. Why would you be crying? I see these people on TV crying. I'm like, well, it's kind of like Canadians. Come on. Canadians get all worked up over who our president is and and how America's doing. And it's like they take it personal. And we met people on sabbatical that you know are just like, like, really. I mean, we're so caught up into what's going on in America. It's like, why you don't even, we? You have nothing to do with us. And like they they mourn for us and they are irritated and they anyway it's the same thing i don't get it either yeah but the difference is though that the monarchy hasn't had any power in yeah, like right. 100 and something right. years or something right. now you know, I, I don't know i think maybe part of it is that that even like our side of things here in america is we have a maybe a something we don't want to admit and that's a yearning for for god to move in in lives and we see something positive in queen elizabeth and we see you know her stand and her morals and how she keeps the church uh there um you know as like priority 1 mm-hmm. and uh and I just can't help but to think as I and I haven't even read a news article on the whole thing yet so um but that, there's got to be something there that we look at and go we, we we want that well and she she was a wholesome person like as wholesome as a human being can be she was she was that um yeah. especially from somebody who's a Qu- quote-unquote world leader. I mean, she she, she did some amazing things in her life, especially yeah. in the um, earlier part. I mean, she was like 20-something when she took the monarchy over for her dad when her dad died, so um, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And if you don't know, just a little tidbit of information I got from watching CNN or Fox News or whoever it was, her uncle, when her dad died, was actually the, s- the next one in line, and he said, no, I don't want to be the king. Smart man, interesting. Yeah, right. Like that doesn't happen. Did you happen. say why? I don't remember. No, that would have been the important part. You should have figured that out. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. So let's get into these. Okay, we'll start with some. Hey, no. But before you do that though, um, for those of you that cannot see um, what we're doing, like Holly um, <laughs> or um, or my or my new daughter-in-law. Um, well, Katie. my only my only daughter-in-law. I was going to say, Katie. did somebody else get married um, that I don't no, know about? No, no, not not yet. Anyway. <laughs> um more on that later probably but uh, oh, <laughs> i know boy. I'm gonna, oh boy i'm gonna, get <laughs> She's it gonna kill you um, so anyway so for holly and katie um as you do dishes or whatever it is that you're doing right now because they both watch why they like work in the kitchen and stuff yeah. but um on my coffee cup i got coffee this morning um here at one of our local places um and there's this pink lid and and i'm like pink lid that is like <laughs> just Breast really cancer really gross month. And I'm thinking, pink lid, it's, it's not Christmas. It's definitely not a Halloween color. And, of course, I haven't been in the news. I don't know really what's on the calendar yet. And uh, as I get it, I'm driving away. I'm just like, oh, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I always. Get it. Always in October. I get it. So I didn't even know it was really October. Hey, but, do, you, do you know what else is October? Halloween. Well, that, but candy, chocolate. More, more importantly. Uh, I don't know. Jesus is always a good answer. It's... Pastor Appreciation Month, so I appreciate you, brother. Oh, oh, hey, well, back at you. Okay, yeah, that's good. I'm glad you remembered. I wonder if anybody else will remember. I don't know. <laughs> so just, far, not not I so, so much. Know. I, know. I haven't Nothing gotten any on. messages on anyway. That, right. All right. So uh, honestly, I have no idea what's on your list. We haven't talked. We didn't do. It. We didn't even do a pre show today. We just we like didn't. what time we doing it, and we're like, here we are. Yep. So all right, all right. So hashtag. So this is the first one. Hashtag Gentle Minions was in July. Gentle Minions. Okay, so give some backstory for you uh the the new minions movie came out in july Uh, i have not seen it although my kids want to see it of course and uh shopping malls across the world like not even just in this country across the world hosted 80s throwback parties for teenagers as a way to boost revenue for their malls now the students teenagers they showed up But they were not dressed like minions, okay? So, again, the the, the hashtag is hashtag gentle minions, right? Okay. So it's supposed to be about minions, and minions are yellow guys that are short, right? right. right. Mm -hmm. They wore suits. There's just pictures of teenagers in July at malls. Like like dress suits? Like 80s dress suits? Yeah, or just suits in general. They were wearing suits. Okay. The whole thing was them wearing suits. And there's no answer as to why the suits, the minion, it, are the Minions dressed in suits? No. Hmm. There's no answer as to why the trend was suits. This just shows how stupid our culture is. I was going to say, just chalk it up to the age. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those seasonal things that happens now that nobody quite understands why it's happening. Hmm. But that happened throughout July as, hmm. as the Minions movie came out. And Maybe I should wear a suit Sunday. Is that going to happen? No, not happen. <laughs> <laughs> You'd make some people happy. Maybe I'll dress like a minion. While you were gone, uh, you know, Billy Beisman, who I is heard. a friend I of ours. I heard. haven't seen it, but I uh, heard. He was one of your students. Yeah. Uh, he had to call you out, and me, ostensibly, for not wearing suits. And he came wearing... A suit That's with a vest underneath, and like the whole schmear. Do you look sharp? Yeah. See, and then he here sharp? I am That's on stage good. wearing shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad he showed. I'm glad he showed you up. That's good. Good for him. He showed both of us up. Well, I wasn't there, so. All right. Hey, going back to England. Here's some English news. Okay. Uh, in July, Boris Johnson, the prime minister, who's been a prime minister for a while now, resigned um, because there was a wave of government resignations. So people across the government were resigning. He had a rebellion from his cabinet um, in the prime minister's cabinet. And it was beca- also because of bad handling of some scandals that were going on. Um, like, you know, he's got COVID restrictions and he's showing up at places with no mask on um, and partying with a bunch of people. So uh, it didn't, didn't go for well for him and he didn't handle those scandals particularly well in messaging. And so basically the government said, you're done. We're, we're done with you. You need to go. So. And he went willingly? Uh huh. He resigned. Oh. And there is a new, a new prime minister who has just voted on or chosen or however that works. Was it a good choice? Uh, she seems pretty cool. Change is good. She might be the second coming of Margaret Thatcher. So that, so that would be a good thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So, and then also uh, in international news, uh, former prime minister of Japan, Shinzo Abe, was assassinated in July. Uh-oh. He was doing a speech, and he was assassinated—like shot, giving yes. his speech. Yep. Wow. No, definitely didn't hear that. That was that was big news for I don't know two days. <laughs> Who did it? Uh, I don't remember the guy's was name. Was it a Japanese? It was a Japanese guy. Okay, so Japanese on Japanese. Okay, yeah, and it was in Japan, I think. So okay, wow. But, but yeah, did know no. that's a big deal. I that mean, it's big. Guy, former prime minister. I mean, a, of of. Uh, ally of our country. I mean, that that's a big deal. Yeah, Just I mean, have any government official of any country getting assassinated is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, also, I think hmm. before you left, you probably knew Elon Musk had an agreement to buy Twitter. Yes. Okay, so this is big news. Uh, while you were gone... Uh, Twitter did not follow through on the deal that they said that they were going to do with Elon. That was in the mix of before I left. Yep. They were like, so he has now rescinded his deal with Twitter. <laughs> he is no longer buying Twitter. So he backed out of the whole thing. Huh? Correct. So they just lost like $20 billion. Uh, it was a lot of money. <laughs> so they are not smart. <laughs> yeah, it was. I don't know all the deals with that but I mean, it's a big deal. Elon Musk buying Twitter and trying to open the po- platform up and not make it so controversial and yeah, and uh, yeah, he's like, nope, not doing it. Well, Elon Musk. Uh, now that you have twenty extra billion dollars, you can like throw some towards uh, the American churches, and uh, you know each one of us could handle a few <laughs> hundred thousand. Well, ironically, while you were gone, he—he, he, I mean, this started before you left, but he's been putting the Starlink uh, stations or whatever up yeah. for Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, so just this this morning, actually, there was news. I I was watching watching the news, and he. He's in. He's got all kinds of controversy because he basically wants... He's telling Ukraine what they need to do to end the war with Russia. And so people are saying he's Russian and he's from South Africa. Well, somebody so. needs to tell him how to do it. Yeah. He's like, I mean, I think. I don't know. He, he is, wants is the to, war still going he, on? Yes, it is. See, I don't even know that. Yeah. Okay. It's been back and forth, back and forth. Right now, it looks like Ukraine is winning. I was going to say, who, who's but, ahead? So. Yeah. I mean, right now, it would seem as though Ukraine is winning, but... I mean, it's been back and forth the entire time. So, listen to Elon. Yep. Uh, okay. So, which yeah. I don't know. Don't send a letter on next. I have no clue what I just said and the meaning behind what I just said. It just sounds really good. So, he's got a cool name, Elon Musk. Eh, Although yeah. Musk is not necessarily a good thing. No, it, actually, I don't even like the way Musk smells, the, like the cologne. Like that was a big thing growing up for me. Musk cologne. You, you ever have that? No. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't. Noir. Much. Who? Jackard Noir. I don't know what that That's is. That's the black one. The black one. Yeah, it's ca- it's expensive. And it smells bad. My dad used to wear it. <laughs> I, I, My I missed, grandpa used to use Brute. You missed out on Musk. I missed out on that. So Did you ever use Brute? Oh, yeah. What guy didn't? Blech. Oh, man. Green bottle? Oh, it was awesome. That and uh, uh, what was the one in the white ceramic bottle? Old Spice. Old Spice. Yeah, Old Spice. Nasty. Yeah, yeah. that was more grappa age stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have a new endangered species since you've been gone. We do. In America? Hu- human? Uh, no. Oh. A uh, new new, new animal, uh, in this case it's an insect, that is endangered in our country. And that's the monarch butterfly. <laughs> really? This was actually newsworthy. Wow. The monarch butterfly is now on the endangered species list. So if you see one, you better not smack it. Wow. That was yesterday. If you see a cocoon, you better not <laughs> smash the cocoon. Like, how do you know? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Wow. Yeah, so that's that's another one. Okay. Okay. Uh on July twenty third. <laughs> I I debated whether I was gonna share this one because this one might make you laugh a little too much. But on July twenty third, the WHO, who we all know and trust in, in every World Health Organization. Yes. Okay. They declared monkeypox a public health emergency. So <laughs> yeah, I knew this is gonna get you to laugh. It only affects a very small segment of the population because of who. the way it's, it's being passed. And but, how's it passed? Uh, we're not going to talk about that here. But you can go look up for yourself. But it's, it doesn't affect the lion's share of human beings across the planet. <laughs> so um, not that it couldn't. It's just to say the way it's being spread is through homosexuality. Correct. Okay. Particularly men. I mean, it's not like it's a secret. It's Particularly men. Yeah. So anyway. But we called that a what? A what, public, it's a public health emergency. They oh, haven't brother. said a, a pandemic, but they did say a public wow. health emergency. Wow. So. And our government has agreed with that, which I find funny. Wow. It's just weird. Okay. So we don't have to wear, like, any special, like, body gear or anything to protect us? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Okay. That's good. You may have to wear a cup. I missed miss that. I wasn't going to go there, but. <laughs> okay we're getting way off track okay uh hey so it, halloween's coming and yeah. uh in in i'm gonna in, be a monkey in honor of halloween i dishonor of halloween i guess uh we all know about the salem witch trials that was a big part of our our world our country's history back you yeah, know okay. 200 and 250 years ago and so elizabeth johnson jr i didn't even know that there were females with the junior title um, but huh. elizabeth johnson well, maybe today jr., are, are you sure of <laughs> andover massachusetts became the last person convicted in the Salem witch trials to have her name cleared 250 years after she was sentenced to death. She's the last one that's had her name cleared. Is she still alive? I don't think so. <laughs> if she is, then she's defi- defied what the Bible says. Cause <laughs> the Bible says we can only live 120 years. So, wow. Yeah. So they finally have the last person, cl- their name cleared from the Salem witch trials. And when did this happen? 250 years ago. No, when was this cleared? Uh, Just in July. The end of July. So the case is now closed the end of July? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. From something that happened 250 years ago? Correct. (laughs) It took them 250 years to figure out, oh, she really didn't do what she was not only accused of, she was sentenced to death for. Wow. And, you know, I don't know if she was hanged or, you know. She probably burned. Burned at the stake, who knows. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I suppose that's a good thing for her descendants that yeah. her name is clear now, as as it probably should be. I would. Did imagine. any of the descendants talk out on this? I didn't read the whole story. I just, oh. I was looking through headline titles. Oh, okay. And some of the like little it news snippets. So, so she was a junior. She was a junior. A so junior. apparently, her mom was Elizabeth Johnson Senior. <laughs> Which is weird. Senior just sounds. You have a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Let's go into August now. Okay. On August 1st, the U.S. government announced they had killed Ayman al-Zwahiri in a drone strike in Afghanistan, ending a 21-year manhunt for the Al-Qaeda leader, who was instrumental in the planning of the September 11th attacks and took over Al-Qaeda when Osama bin Laden was killed by SEAL Team 6. Thoughts? What should I think? I thought he was already dead, actually. No, huh? Twenty-one years. Twenty-one years. Didn't happen in September. It would have been really timely if they did it like right, right. at September eleventh or right before. I think though. I think we've had him in our crosshairs several times. I right? remember him on the cards. You remember the deck of cards? Yeah, back yeah, with yeah. Bush? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, that's the, what's in my mind as I'm thinking about. He was the number two that. guy. Yeah. For a long time, and then um, he took over. Yeah, I, I thought he was dead already. So, I'm, I was a little ahead of my time. I mean, it's. I hope that he he made his peace with God before he died. Hope so. That's that's my prayer. Always the hope. Uh, okay, August third, Yale scientists announced that they had successfully revived pig cells that had been dead for an hour. They brought <laughs> se- pig cells back to life. <laughs> See, and these are the kinds of things that we we flood our lives with. Useless information that does me absolutely no good to worry about. I, well, I mean, hey, they 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 brought something back from the dead. Isn't yeah. that supposed to be a good thing? I, I guess. I mean, I had a sow in my chicken pen this week. You did? I did. It almost ended life. I mean, we almost <laughs> ended life. But could have bacon in the freezer. Anyway, you um, should have um, that's some pork chops. I, well, we live and, well in spare ribs. We live in open range, so it's a technically. I can't shoot it until it kills a chicken. They wouldn't arrest you in the state. No, no, actually, it's animals. It, it probably would. Yeah, I'd have to pay for it. <laughs> All right. Wow, so good. I'm glad. So the cell came back to life, and what did they do with it? Don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just brought it back to life, and they were proud of themselves. How do they know they brought it back to life? Uh, science I stuff. guess it wiggled or something. They probably talked to Dr. Fauci. That was wrong. I shouldn't <laughs> have said that. <laughs> I had to. Uh, that was probably the most political <laughs> statement I've ever made on this show. Um, <laughs> All right. So as you know, before you left, the the talk with the Ukraine war was that um, and us leaving Afghanistan, particularly on the right side of the political spectrum, the conversation has been that uh, the weakness of America, as they see it currently, uh, would influence China to to go into Taiwan and to invade Taiwan. Okay. So that hasn't happened since you've been gone, so that's good. Um, So China hasn't moved. China hasn't, well, they've done things, but they haven't moved yet. Uh, Okay. So Taiwan's still on on the planet. Taiwan is still their own country as it sits today. Uh, However, for the first time since 1997, when Newt Newt Gingrich did it, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan on August 2nd, She'll go to Taiwan, but not the border. She went and visited Taiwan, and uh, that was a political statement. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so she went to Taiwan, and uh, and China basically, you know, saber rattled and said that, you know, all, all the lead up to it that there was the talk that she was going to visit, they said that they were going to do something in response. They saber rattled and didn't do anything. So I guess that's a good thing. But she did go and visit and took the risk and. Um, showed support for taiwan which we should support taiwan i suppose um they make a lot of our chips that drive a lot of your people's teslas so and my computer and my iphone so we need we need those chips yeah wow well okay good for her i guess yeah yeah uh she going to the border uh that i don't know oh it'd be Uh, a little cheaper trip for did you know about Brittany griner the w nba star who got arrested in russia Oh, I think that might have just broke before I left. Something yeah. about she I forget what she So do? she she brought marijuana. Right. With right. Her. Little, little wacky weed. Little wacky tobacco. Yeah. And uh and so she got caught in Russia. And right. That's, drugs are like you talk about the war in drugs in the United States. There is no such thing as drugs in the in Russia. You get caught with drugs, you're going to jail. Unless for a very you're a long time. If you're on the Olympic team in Russia, it doesn't really matter. Well, that's a different type of drug, but, um, and that's state sanctioned, I suppose. Uh, so, anyway, WNBA star Brittany Griner was sentenced since you've been gone uh, in August, sentenced to nine years in a Russian penal colony for wow. illegally bringing drugs into Russia. Wow. Nine years. Bring for... that to America. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, huh? That's pretty. Yeah, that's a statement nine years wow. now obviously a lot of people. Uh, their conjecture is that this has to do with ukraine and and russia's war and they were like smacking the united states for the sanctions and you know she's getting the brunt of it because but the reality is sure. they they do prosecute people for for this crime <laughs> wow. in very serious ways so um, it's not actually that out of the ordinary for Russia to do so. They they really don't like drugs in their country. Yeah, so let's stop making the excuses for it. Go, hey, you 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 knew the law, you broke the law, pay the consequence. I mean, well, there are a lot of calls for from professional athletes and celebrities and that sort of class of people um, to the to the president and to his government, asking him to make to get her out of prison. Sure, get her out of Russian prison, bring her here, to put her in our prison. In fact, there was a talk of a notorious hacker one of the most like notorious and bad russian hackers that we have in prison about making a swap for britney grimer um and of course you know the other side of the political aisle was like yeah no you shouldn't do that that's bad so anyway that's what's that's that's what's happened in that situation good uh one of the biggest stories don't (laughs) send me a note going i can't believe pastor your fort hey listen you know what you knew the law you broke it that's the way it goes she did confess that she knew that it was illegal to have drugs I, in the country. I did hear that before I left. So yeah. that's why I kind of chalked it off like, pay the consequences, girl. So probably the biggest political news story, bombshell story that happened while you were gone. And this was, a, this was is earth shattering a political story in the election season we're in that you could have happened on August 9th. And that is when the FBI went into Donald's house and raided his house. Um, looking for documents that the National Archives had asked president former President Donald Trump to surrender to them, and like what kind of archives so does like, it doesn't really matter I so mean- they are according to the Donald trump thing people um, they are declassified documents they still say on the on them that they 're declassified but um, there is a, there's a special, what they call a special master who's been appointed by a, a district court judge, federal district judge, who is a former judge himself. And he's going through all of these documents. They stopped the investigation. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's a big controversy. I'll just say that. Uh, I don't come down on one side or the other, whether it was right, wrong or otherwise, it's really not my purview, but I will say this. Um, it's the first time that a former president has been, had their house raided, particularly a president who's likely to run for president against the current president. So, so, so they raided his house like he had no idea it was coming. Correct. Uh, the story from the Trump campaign, the Trump people, I guess it's not a campaign yet. He hasn't announced, but uh, from his his side, said that they've his lawyers have been talking to the National Archives, have been working on this, and there that's been cordial, and they had no idea that this was going to happen. In fact, they did it when Trump was out of Mar-a-Lago. And uh, raided his home, so hmm. so that was a big real big story, like yeah, um, on August fourteenth Norway killed Freya, the thirteen pound walrus because <laughs> she was uh bothering people, i guess i don't know a ginormous walrus, thirteen pound they euthanized it. A thir- 13 pound, 1300 pound. Oh, hundred. Okay. I missed the hundred part. I'm like, that's like a baby. That's a pup. I don't even know if they come I out of 13. Yeah, I pounds. don't either. They I'm might actually, be bigger than that you know, when they're babies. Yeah. Wow. They're one of the biggest mammals Ooh, in the that's world. That's huge. Yeah. 1300 pounds. Yep. On August 24th, President Biden announced that his government, this is probably the second biggest news story. Um, he would cancel by executive order, not by a Law that was passed or anything like that by executive order would cancel up to twenty thousand dollars worth of student loan debt for millions of Americans. <laughs> okay, right. And so the big really? argument, yeah, and the big argument on the other side for the against this is that you know for those of us and I would fall into this category, people who didn't go to college, um, didn't get degrees, you know, work jobs, you right? Know, your your trades peoples that they now need to pay for somebody's gender studies degree um that they didn't want to pay back or couldn't pay back or whatever. Um and so I mean I think it's a valid valid question. You know, should we be taking tax dollars from one side to pay for somebody else's bad decisions? I mean Yeah, no that I was kind know. of that, that was I mean that's been in the works for, for quite a while. I mean so oh, I kinda it, well, you know, so knew it, that but it's interesting because Nancy Pelosi, who we talked about before, she actually in in this uh, in this situation, they brought up video the the Republicans did of her saying that the president does not have the authority to do this just a year ago, and then now once he did that, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, the leaders of the the House and the Senate for the Democrats, um, both were on camera saying that they were so happy that President Biden did this and. And so on and so forth. Which it's in, it's interesting the double speak out of our politicians yeah. on both sides. Wow! But so I actually went through. Wow, that's uh, well, it's been challenged in court multiple times now. Good. So uh, since since this got released in our, uh, in August, so hmm. um, it's possible that it'll never happen. But we'll see. Wow. Uh, also, seventeen-year-old Mac Rutherford became the youngest pilot to circle the globe in a small plane. Wow, all the way around, huh? All the way around. 17-year-old wow. kid all by himself. Wow. How long did it take him? Uh, I didn't read the story yeah. that depth. Wow. That depth. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine being mom and dad waking up one morning going, hey, son, where you at? <laughs> well, I imagine they used internet for it. I, I don't oh, know how yes. else he would have communicated with his family. I mean, maybe when he was on the ground refueling his airplane or you know, whatever, because <laughs> it was a small airplane, so... Wow, that's cool. You know, uh, it's pretty, pretty neat, I suppose, that he was, he was capable of doing it. Um, and then, you know, of course, the biggest story of September really has been the hurricane that just passed through with Ian. Um, that's, uh, that's obviously still ongoing. Um, it hit Cuba first and then circled back around. They actually thought yeah. initially that it was going to hit about the panhandle, so it was going to just go straight north up through the Gulf. And, uh, it made that right turn to go right through the heart of Florida and, uh, then came and turned back, went towards North Car or South Carolina. So, yeah, I didn't um, even know that was happening until I think late Sunday afternoon. Uh, something came on during a football game and, uh, they showed pictures and stuff and, uh, yeah. yeah. So it's tragedy, uh, uh, horrible thing. And, uh. Thankfully they're doing the best they can to get power back on. They had it restored for many of the people that had lost power. Um, and we, our hearts go out to them. So yeah. Yeah. Our brothers and sisters in, in Florida. Wow. So, so, you know, out of the whole sabbatical time of being away, it has been so refreshing. I know we just, you made it, you made it. That's a great list by the way. Um, all kinds uh, of different all, stories, all kinds of different stories. Um, so, so thank you for putting that list together. Um, I kind of thought, cause I knew we were going to do this today. Um, I kind of thought, I wonder if I'll f- leave feeling like this heavy load and heavy burden. And I don't really feel that. So, um, not yet anyway, <laughs> like mind blown kind of thing. Um, but for those of you that are watching, uh, or, you know, doing dishes and listening or whatever you're doing, um, you know, th- the idea of just getting away and tuning out the world and tuning out culture, um, for me has been so refreshing. Um, You know, we do this during times of prayer and fasting. We do it as a challenge from time to time to say, take a week off. Um, Some people in Lent, you know, they'll take and, you know, hey, I'm going to give up, you know, Internet or whatever. Um, That's all great and fine. But to have a concentrated three-month period of basically checking out. Um, You know what? The world's still spinning. Uh, Jesus didn't come back. Um, My family is well and healthy. Um, My church survived. Uh, You're still here. Um, my office is empty, pretty much, but I mean things are working, and uh, and and it's just it's just been so refreshing to know that you know what I I I knew I was going on sabbatical to get you know uh, refocused to be encouraged to engage with my family and the Lord on on all different types of levels, um, and I did not miss the news. Now I gotta admit, I will admit, it took me. About five weeks, uh, about four and a half weeks. As I sat in Alaska with a fishing pole fishing, I told my son, "I was like, you know, I think I, I just now feel like I'm totally, I'm disengaged. Yeah, I don't know what's going on at home. I don't know what's going on at church. I don't know what's going on, you know, in the world. And that's really that was a strange feeling. Um, now I've done sabbaticals as a staff person, but those are usually shorter. And, uh, and so this is like a, the first like, long, intentional thing that I've done. And wow, it was really a weird feeling. It really was. But then after that, once I recognize that, and I want to encourage you today if you're watching, take, um, take a break um, on things in life and, and just get with the Lord and just refocus, because when you reach that moment of being disconnected with the world, I'm telling you there is God speaks in, like in everything. I mean it doesn't really matter what the everything is it's it's everything I mean it's it's it I can't even really explain it quite quite yet um I'm still kind of processing all of that um but I came back without even having a hunger to get back into it I mean sometimes you go on vacation or you know you do prayer and fasting you shut off the world and the internet and all that you're like wow I made the 30 day mark you know I go back in um I don't I don't I don't have that I'm I'm still like okay I'm good um, and I'm sure people, if you're watching this and you're going to go, well, pastor, don't you need to be like uh, up to date on the news and all of that to you know, be relevant? Um, yeah. No, I've never been that guy um, because my relevancy is all based on my life with Christ. And, and so is yours. It's not based on who died. It's not based on who was assassinated. It's not based on on who smoked wacky weed in a different country. I mean, it's, it's not based on any of that. It's based on your relationship with Jesus Christ. So if you're watching today and you're struggling over what's going on in our world and our world is falling apart, can I just encourage you today and, and have you look at it this way, that the world is not falling apart. The world is falling right in order the way God wants it, right in the way God uh, planned it. Read your Bible. Um, Jesus, in his own word, says, These are the things that happen um in 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 life before I come back. So you can look at it two ways. You can look at it as doomsday or you can look at it as you know what it really is falling falling right the way God says. Is it fun? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not pretty. It's not the way my grandparents said it was going to be. <laughs> um but it is the way Christ said it. So I'm back and I'm encouraged that even this list that you went through, I didn't know like most of that. Um but it's man The time I had with the Lord is just so right there. I forgot one big story that I didn't tell you that you need to know. Oh, great. Now I said all of that. Now you're going to give me the bombshell. All right. So this is from NPR. Okay. So I'm going to read the story. NPR? Yes, because I got to read the story. What's NPR? National Public Radio. Yeah, okay. Okay. Months of suspicion erupted into full-throated fury at a professional (laughs) fishing tournament in Ohio where two anglers were allegedly caught with egg-shaped weights in their catch an edge of more than seven pounds that would have ensured a lucrative championship. (laughs) We got weights in, in fish declared Jason, Jason Fisher director of the Lake Erie walleye trail fishing tournament in a video posted to social media. Fisher just cut open one of the five fish submitted by Jake Runyon and Chase Kaminsky, who had defied poor conditions to dominate the tournament that launched out of Cleveland's Gordon park for a moment. It seemed their winning catch had also secured them of the team of the year honors (laughs) But in a dramatic turn of events that was captured in multiple videos, Runyon went from grinning at news of his victory to staring stone faced at evidence of apparent cheating. It played out in front of a chorus of fishermen whose grumbles of doubt and frustration transformed into shouts of outrage and profanity. Uh disgusted guys and gals, I'm sorry for letting you down for so long, and I'm glad I got caught cheating taking I got caught cheating taking place, Fisher told his Facebook community. It's not the first controversy for Runyon and Kaminsky, who were disqualified from a big tournament last year after one of the anglers failed a polygraph test. (laughs) Only in America. (laughs) To win the walleye contest, anglers must bring in the heaviest catch of five fish with a side pot for biggest single fish. The competition is fierce. At least 72-person teams paid $400 each to enter this year's tournament. But bad weather limited the tourney tourney to one day, and many entrants struggled to catch any fish, let alone a basket of lunkers that might bring them a large cash prize. Running and Kaminsky's biggest walleye came in at 7.9 pounds. Wow. A shocking result. That is shocking. I I mean, that's a big walleye. Yeah, that's fat. That would be huge. Uh, Given that Fisher had already peaked at their haul and deemed the fish to be five-pound cookie cutters, or standard four to five pound Lake Erie fish, as he told the Big Water Fishing podcast. No way, no way, Fisher recalled, thinking of the nearly eight pound entry. Then came the full catch weigh-in, with Runyon and Kaminsky needing to top 28.18 pounds to take first place. An electronic scale measured their catch at 33.91 pounds. So that's five fish, 30, almost 34 pounds. That's almost five pounds of fish. That's, whew. the tournament director was the on, the only one with doubts. <laughs> As a large display player, the team's numbers of voice from the was crowd was off. heard. Right, saying, "Yeah, right, this is awesome." <laughs> Fisher dutifully announced Runyon and Kaminsky the winners to faint applause, but he also asked them to stick around to take photos with the fish. Then he asked to inspect the fish, which the team initially balked at. He said. They asked if he was serious, and he said he was. I just wanted to feel the fish. I squeezed the fish. I squeezed the belly, Fisher said, and I immediately felt things in the belly of this fish, hard objects. He then asked for a knife to open the fish up, and he did so after handing the phone to a friend to capture the video of what came next. The prize fish contained lead weights along with several portions of fish fillets. The weights alone totaled 7.58 pounds. (laughs) So wait a minute. So the fish the fish totals, it was an average of five pounds per fish. This fish, this first one he opens, had seven and a half pounds of weights in the fish. Yeah. <laughs> he says that this is the guy who's the, the tournament director or whatever. I got a little animated and just basically raw emotion came out. At that moment, it turned from a fishing tournament to a mob scene. The accused fishermen did not immediately respond to the accusation in the videos of the incident and have not publicly commented. As people unloaded inve- incent- inve- invectives at Runyon and Kaminsky, Fisher told the other anglers not to harm or touch them. Photos taken later at the scene show the two fishermen sitting in the parking lot as two officers stood over them. But at that point, Fisher said basically the police officers were just trying to keep them safe. Man. That's hilarious. So, I find it really funny that fishing tournaments have not only big prizes, but they have polygraphs. Like, lie detector tests have become commonplace for winners at fishing tournaments with large payouts, and the ones at Lake Erie are no exception. But last December, Runyon insisted he and his partner had done nothing wrong, stating, Our reputation means the world to us, and we would never (laughs) cheat. Well, you know, when they're out there fishing, you're all by yourself. So yeah, it's pretty sad we have uh we have to have those. As as fishermen ourselves, I find that story entirely funny because we went out fishing. That was one of the first things you and I did when you got back yeah. into town. And I'm 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 a bass guy. That's what I do. I I like I would love to go <laughs> Not out. Not when I was it. with you, you didn't. Shush, you're you're killing the punchline here. Uh I, I, I would like to go salmon fishing. I've been steelhead fishing. I've gone for walleye. I've gone for sturgeon. Haven't caught a sturgeon yet. But, you know, I, li- I like to do all kinds of fishing, but I'm a bass guy. I like bass fishing is my favorite thing to do. But you're not really a bass guy, and that, that's not what you're typically fishing for. Right. You're fishing for all the other things that I mentioned. So so you asked me to go, and you're asking me all these questions about where we fish. So we go to the, the honey hole where me and my friend Kelly, he's been on a show with us, where we go um and we always catch fish. I mean it's 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 there's not been a time I've been shut out unless the wind was real bad. Like I catch fish. We go out, this guy it wasn't windy. This guy catches a little dink to start and it was like literally that big. Yeah, that's kind of big. It's smaller than that. <laughs> it's probably like, it, Yeah. I don't even know how it, it, it got under your hook. It was pretty small. <laughs> it the hook have swallowed. was almost bigger than a fish. It's just it should have <laughs> swallowed the hook. Um And then you caught just a ginormous monster of a bass, smallmouth, ginormous. Yeah, piece of cake. And then you caught several more, and I'm using the same bait as you. I'm fishing in the same spot as you. And before I knew it, you were just, pole was down. You were just sitting in the chair watching me fish, so. (laughs) I don't know, dude. It was not fun. It was hilarious. I had a great time. No, it was great. We always say. A bad day fishing is better than a good day in the office. So That's right. That's we, right. We had a good day, and we don't need polygraph tests. <laughs> so, I uh, know I'll, I'll freely admit that I haven't caught fish. <laughs> These guys, I still the, the seven and a half pounds of weight. In, I mean, we've caught walleye. Like, do you imagine putting seven and a half pounds of weight yeah. into a walleye? No, I mean, I put marbles inside a fish to have teenagers go find the marble. Never thought about putting a weight in the belly of a fish. Well, and they gave they put fish flies in it, so it's like, what did they catch bass? And they're like, let me throw those in there too. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's That's crazy. That's good. But I had to I had to share that story with you because that's yeah that's fantastic. You know what? I mean, life is full of all kinds of interesting things. Um, But if you read your Bible, you're gonna find more interesting things. So keep the faith, keep your head up, keep going forward. And um, man, if you can get alone uh, with the Lord, tune out some things. Don't be afraid of tuning things out because tune a fish. It's still gonna be there. Um and life is still gonna happen. It's just that you're gonna be much healthier in your spiritual walk. So did you know you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish? I can tune a fish in a jar pretty good. Put it on a sandwich, spread it out, and I can sing. Mm mm mm. Somehow that all worked together. (laughs) I don't know what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. We'll see you next time on the Morning Burrito Podcast. We are glad to be back. We'll see you next week, Wednesday at noon.